Hey everybody, this is Thomas Cunningham, the founder of ScreenPlayGround.com, where you can get professional quality notes on your script for a fair price. Uh, but we also want to build it into a, a hub of information and resources and community for screenwriters. Uh, screenwriters who are working screenwriters who want a career in screenwriting etc uh so this is the first episode of one of the many podcasts we'll have coming up um it's called what if where patrick guerra and myself take a premise spit out by an ai screenwriting generator on the internet and try to make a really crazy premise into a workable story we break the story in real time uh, hopefully that will give you an insight into the process of not only collaborating, but how to go from idea to story, or at least the skeleton of a story. So in this first episode, we went a little long. We want to try to keep it around 30 minutes, give or take. Uh, but this being the debut episode, we spent a little extra time going into the premise of the podcast and what we're trying to do with it the rules and uh, also we had to kind of find our way through the process uh, so hopefully it will be more streamlined coming up we'll we'll try to stick more to the 30 minute window we've given ourselves but hopefully this will give you a really good insight into the creative process of breaking a story what we really want, though, is for you to share the website, share the podcast, uh, reach out to us. Patrick is on social media, at Director Patrick on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Spillbag of Ice on Twitter and Instagram. Reach out to us. Let us know what you think of the podcast, what you'd like to see uh, in future podcasts or articles, interviews, all of that. Uh, again, we're trying to make this a resource not just a place you go when you need notes but a place you go to be inspired and educated and whether you're a beginning screenwriter or you've been doing it like for 20 years like i have you can always use inspiration and information about the the mechanics and the art of screenwriting so here it is enjoy it Everybody. How you doing? Hello, everybody. That's uh, Director Patrick. And that is Spilled Bag of Ice, Tom Cunningham. Or Thomas. Thomas Cunningham, that's right. So, this is the debut episode of What If? Screen Playground, What If? Episode 1. Episode 1. That's so, what the debut premiere means. Yeah. And what it means is, um, for the what if, we are going to break a story. We're going to take a, uh, a plot generator that you found on the internet. Yes. It's going to present us with a pretty ridiculous AI-inspired idea. Yes. 
the kind you might get from a producer who does a lot of cocaine. A lot of cocaine. Or perhaps methamphetamines. Yes. There's there's something very odd about what this AI generates, but it's it's an important challenge, uh, and it's a, it's a good exercise to keep your brain going as a writer. Exactly. You should be learning how to make something out of a story that is given to you, because often you're going to be uh, given an assignment, and it's going to sound ridiculous, but guess what? If you want the money, you gotta you got to make it work. Yeah. And say you don't want to be that writer. Say you're like, I'm punk rock, dude. I want to write my shit and not anyone else's shit. This will help you write your own shit. Yeah. Because by giving you a, an assignment, a task of something that you have no control over but you have to work with, you're flexing those muscles of, you know, how does story work? How do you put a story together? How do you take a premise and evolve it? You're creating into, the myelin. Yeah. That's that that muscle can only be worked, you know, they say just right. Well, this is another way to just write. We're we're giving ourselves a plot that's hard to work with and we're just gonna make it work. Yeah. And make it into a workable story. Yeah, and it turns I mean you said you said something off off uh, off mic that made sense is is that it's um it's basically our pitch to the producers or our take on it yeah so they get they give you this wild premise that they got I got a guy with a million bucks he wants to make a movie about this right oh shit what they're gonna want you to do is come up with an idea based on their premise could be their intellectual property that the studio owns or whatever and if you don't have that skill man you're gonna you're gonna flounder. Yeah, you got to be able to work with what's given to you. A buddy of mine got paid to write something that was like based on Christian country music. Right. He has no background in Christian country music, but he was about to get paid as a writer, so he made it work. There you go. So we're going to do our best to make it work. What If Podcast. Episode one. Let's Episode just get one. into it, man. Let's do it. So <laughs> let's go ahead and, uh, and pull up the random premise generator. All right. Uh... Okay, this is what it is. A nurse from San Antonio is delighted when he gets the chance to take part in the final of a pie-eating contest. However, his chances are scuppered when his car breaks down on the way to the competition. After the drama, the nurse realizes there is more to life than winning a pie-eating contest and goes on to have a happy, rounded life. All right. So you got that, that's terrible. You've got a terrible AI generated plot, but you've got the run up and you've got the And you conflict. know what? Someone may hire you to write something and they'll be like, Here's your plot. I've heard some shit we, plots. We bought the rights to this pie eating contest story. <laughs> it's got a lot want, of heart. We want you to write it. You're gonna have to be like either yeah, I'll do it or no, I don't like money. Yeah. That's probably going to happen once in your career. So, um, how much leeway are we going to give ourselves as far as changing things and adding things? Well, I think let, let's do it in the realistic way. Like, if, if a producer brought this to us, they want these elements in unless we can pitch a good idea for an alternate. Right. And also what the uh, producer will usually do is uh, have you pitch your take on it. Right. 
So uh, this this happens a lot with with uh, property that's already intellectual property that's already owned by the studio. Comic book movies are yeah. typically they'll your say, take. "How are you going to do that? Like, how would you envision, you know, Daredevil? Right, the fourth reboot of Daredevil? <laughs> then you go, well, you For know, one, you bring Affleck back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except uh, now he's a drug addict. Whatever." <laughs> And uh, they either like it or they don't. So let's just pretend uh, some crazy studio right. run by Mad Men. Right. Run by Uwe Boll. Yeah. Have, <laughs> for some reason, really uh, locked in on this story. Yeah, he's got $2 million on this pie story. Nurse pie story. Now me and Patrick have to uh, go in and pitch our take on it. Right. So let's, let's work on that, Patrick. So it's a nurse from San Antonio... A male nurse. A male nurse. All right. They exist. Who has made Don't be it sexist. to the to the finals of a pie eating contest? So that's an important note in here. Ah, I didn't even catch that. He's made it to the he's finals. He's delighted by that. He's delighted by the fact that he's made it to the finals. So do you open with him at a pie eating contest, winning at the semifinals? Sure. Maybe that's. I mean, it gets us right into the world. Right? Yes. So so I'll write that down here. So. Nurse wins semifinals, semis of pie eating contest. So here's the thing that uh, to I think to to drive the plot, we have to know what's this character all about. What's motivating him? Why the pie eating contest? Right. And how about that juxtaposition that he's a nurse, right? So he just gorged himself on pie. <laughs> And now he's going to a nurse's unit, right? So that could be. That's probably the next. That's that's the he's, next. And he's in. too. He's too stuffed with pie to help anyone. Yeah, like he starts to help, and you can hear the heavy, belabored breathing coming from him, and like the patients looking at him, like, "Fuck's your problem, man? Are you gonna drop dead on me?" Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the, I think we're going with a quirky sort of. Coen Brothers-esque... Uh, it's kind of an indie comedy, dramedy a, uh, feel. Well, who's the guy? The the Rushmore guy? Oh, yeah, a little Wes Anderson. A little Wes Anderson. A little Wes yeah, Anderson, Kind of quirky, yeah. character-based thing. Yeah, why not? Uh, so why the pie eating contest? What's what's the deal there? Well, what is, when you win, you get the, the sense of achievement is big, right? Sure. So, you know... And, this guy's a nurse, which, by the way, is a great profession. I'm not dogging nursing. But maybe he wants something more out of his life than being a nurse. Yeah, but who goes on to be uh, king of the world via their pie-eating contest skills? In, in his, But he's searching for fulfillment, right? Nursing is not fulfilling him. Pie-eating right. is. Or is it? Is there another reason that he is obsessed with pie-eating contests? That's... That's what I think we need to figure out because what does he want? What what's missing from his life that he's this is his focus? Right. What's missing from his life? It's a big question. I mean, one of the things can be certainly an aspect of the story and his personality could be just that nursing and often all healthcare a healthcare professional thing, it's a thankless job. Terribly long thankless. hours. People are sick and miserable. You don't get a people, trophy like in a pie eating contest. You don't get contest. a trophy for sure. No uh, prizes, no fame. 
you know, adoration. I mean, sure, there's moments where you probably help somebody and it's very fulfilling, but then most of the time you're just dealing with drunks and, and people who are belligerent you, and uh, angry, limited resources, so they're angry that they haven't seen the doctor yet and, you know, my husband's going to die. Because you idiots or Meanwhile, you, you have to clock out because, you know, they're not paying overtime. So, you know, it's like you can't help them. There, there's a lot to that. So maybe... Sleep deprivation. Especially so, if you work in an ER, that, that's... It, it's an epidemic of sleep ep deprivation. Oh, my God. Could be affecting his mental state. And maybe, you know... I, I mean, it seems like this is so silly in a way. Right. But there's something real to it. But... If we skew it a little dark from where this character is being driven, maybe it becomes a little more interesting. Right. And the pie eating isn't so silly because it's just, you know, it's sort of a, almost a symptom of this guy's uh, mental breakdown yeah. in a way. Yeah, absolutely. So, but, but, but getting back to, so we, I think we have a pretty good intro right away. It's like this, this, this pie eating semifinals that he wins right. right in so you go from this high right to a low which is his job is unfulfilling yeah not nursing is shitty his job is unfulfilling you want to get to the deep truth yeah and, and we show that like i said it's a thankless job we show that we show you know <clears throat> him you know getting berated by someone visiting the hospital you know yeah so what is and he's he... just trying to do the best he can they're understaffed and you know by the way, it's a living, and and and, a, and a, I love movies that are about boiled down characters. Yeah, uh, superhero movies are fun, and I certainly go to all of them. But like, you can't relate to Superman. He's not only is he tall and handsome. Speak and, for yourself. And dark and and invincible, but you know, it's like it's it, it's it's you can't relate to him. Yeah, I love movies where you can relate to somebody. So somebody who if just, only he had a mustache. <laughs> Thank you. He needs this job. Yeah. But it doesn't fulfill him. Pie eating contest. And he maybe that's the thing. He always he thought it would. He thought like I want to help people. Yeah. Um. So why? But why pie eating contest? Why not like? Right. Why doesn't he start a rock band? Yeah. Why or, isn't he a muralist? Why doesn't he start a podcast? Yeah. Exactly. Why isn't he a successful podcaster? Or is he? <laughs> There's nothing saying we can't add anything to this. So. He could be a drug addict, he could do a podcast, he could be, you know, and, and don't, the thing is, you can do things that you go, oh, wouldn't it be interesting if, like, what if he was trans, right. for example, and then, but you don't want to just use uh, something as a gimmick. No. You want to say, what if he was trans, and then go into it, like, well, how does that affect his life, how does it affect his goals, you know. How does it affect his character? Uh -huh. um, and I'm not saying we're doing that. I'm just no. saying uh, feel free to just, especially in this phase, when you're trying to break a story, just throw things out there. What if, what if he's a ghost? No. <laughs> what, if he, what if he turned out to be a zombie? He's a zombie. Time? He just doesn't know it. <laughs> but, so, so what is he One of those want? latent zombies. So let's answer that question. What does he want? Why, why pie eating? And, and it, it could be... It could be External, internal, right? So Correct. external could be like, well, the woman who runs the pie eating contest is is someone that, that he desires. Yes. Um, or or it could be internal, which is that that fulfillment and the self adoration. To me, that's kind of interesting. 
to for for it to really be about like maybe he's just good at it. It's it's the thing in the world that he's incredibly good at. Like, um, you know, maybe he entered one as a goof or whatever. Like, oh, I can put away some pies. Yeah. I've been known. I'm, to put I've been away known some to pie. put a pie away. <laughs> and he's like, let me just give it a whirl. And all of a sudden, he people are just amazed. He smokes the competition. Yeah, he and really does. Suddenly, he's you know in this stupid, random world. This little microcosm. He's the king. There it is. See, I like that better than like him trying to go after the affections of the woman who runs the pie right. eating contest thing. That's something much deeper. That's rote. That's pretty rote. I mean, you can do it well, but so we're gonna say that, that he want he's incredible. Now, what? Why is it that? What? What's? What's this need? Well, he gets something it, that he's not getting anywhere else in his life, which is right. adoration. But it's, is he's it literally from... becoming a rock star in this little tiny world. Right. He could travel to like it's like being fairs. the best at yo-yo tricks. Yeah, like like he can he can go to fairs all summer long, and put away pies for small amounts of money, and people, and people know him in that world. In that world, he's a big deal. Yeah, or he becomes. A big he's deal. the Conor McGregor of pie eating. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, is it is it something where the rest of his life has fallen apart? And this is like his one thing where it's like he can, you know, it's working. It's all working out for him in the pie-eating world. Right. In his regular life, dog shit. Right. Like maybe his wife just left him not long ago. Wife. Maybe maybe the, the, the guy who was catfishing him online left him. <laughs> like it's, it's low, low. Yeah. And, you know, he's got this thankless job. No one particularly likes him there. Uh, he's kind of a sad sack. Yeah, but king of the pies. So, so under the under that uh, that desire, so he's clearly very good at it. He wins the semifinals, and then the guy at the semifinals calls up and goes, "Hey, man! So you're ready for the finals? It's going to happen in wherever. This is the big time. The big time. All the pie publications are going to be there." You know where where is the big pie eating contest? It's gonna be in some bigger. Not in San Antonio. I'll no, tell you no, that no. Much. It won't be. In, you gotta go. San big, Antonio like, is not big enough for the the pie fun. You gotta go Boise, Akron. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. You, I'm serious. Like it's gotta be like Akron, Ohio. Yeah. Like is where the the final. Cleveland, is. right next to the Rock and Roll Ooh. Hall of Fame. <laughs> I'd be more entertained going to that than going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is dreadful. But that's another topic. Um, so, so the finals will bring ultimate stardom. Something. How you guys work? How you guys doing? You like this? Are we doing all right? Yeah. So let's. So so. You were you. Trust me, you guys would have read that and been like, "Well, that's shit. Let's move on." Yeah, we're, we're trying to make it work here. We're trying. We, we're trying to get that paycheck, and the way to do it is to get this thing done to break it. Um. So something something has to happen along the way, right? And so we say here that he has been scuppered by a car breakdown. Yeah. So he's on the way to the biggest moment of his life, and it all fucking comes crashing down. Right. And so there we have sort of a... Uh, what... The cliche... I, I, I don't want to say cliche... Because it's just like basic storytelling. Mm -hmm. 
uh, would be to compound the problems that he to dig a ditch for him to get out of. That's right. Sometimes a literal ditch, but not probably not in this case. Not in this case. It sounds like the car breaks down. Perhaps it's pulled over into a ditch. <laughs> but so he's. I, I once broke down in Kingman, Arizona. Okay. And let me tell you, the thing with that is it's a small town between Phoenix and Vegas. And uh, they can't just get the part from the local uh, mm -hmm. auto zone. They had to, you know, order it from L.A. And it was going to take, you know, two or three days where I was stuck in Kingman waiting for my part. Now, I like the, the, what you were saying about being broken down and have, they're like, oh, your car, your, the part's not coming for three days. Yeah. That's a problem for him because he's only budgeted himself a day to get out there. So he has got to get out there. Three right. days isn't going to cut it. He's not going to. Well, he, he's not going to make it in three days. The pie eating contest will be over. It'll be over, and his and fame so will his life. Yeah, his fame will be lost. It'll all be all is lost. Yeah. So he has to hitch a ride. So I think this incomes the usurper, the 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 devil, the devil, if you will, <laughs> the protagonist, the literal which I, devil. I think protagonist is getting outdated. By the way. Because I think I think characters are so complex now. It's That's just, true. It's just becoming a the antagonist and the antihero. Antihero. <laughs> Everybody's kind of yeah. So in comes the antagonist, if you will. And how how so? Well, Patrick. Well, okay. So I'm sick of doing all the heavy lifting here. <laughs> he's gonna. So he's gonna need a ride. So he's going to have to make some sort of a, a, a bargain, an arrangement with a local, somebody there. That's usually when you enter the odd person out. Right. So who is this person? What if, before we get to that person, it's like, well, I'm going to have to order it. Okay, well, how long is that going to be? I got somewhere to be. And it's like, uh, it should be, you know, depends. She could come in tomorrow. And then, like, maybe he's there for a day. And befriend someone, and then they're like, "Yeah, it's not going to be here until Tuesday or whatever." And now he's got to enlist this new acquaintance to help him. Right. I mean, you can get there either way. I think either way. Maybe this is a, a person that he forms a bond with, and you know, makes him start to wonder, "Do I?" Maybe this is. This is my trophy for the pie eating contest, being like connected to connected someone, connected to somebody, and right. not, you know, stuffing my gullet with sugar, yeah, and yeah. carbs. Well, that's the change, right? Because really, in in reality, what we're setting up here is a self centered guy, right? He 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 has this very giving, very selfless job, but what he really wants is the fame and acclaim of being a pie pie eating champion, right? So he, it's, here's the thing, that's that's a good point. I think, uh, and by the way, feel free to jump around when you're doing this yourself, like we're doing. Yeah. Because ideas will come to you, uh, you know, they don't come in a nice packaged structure. You have to kind no. of work at that. No. But let's say, I, I like what you said about uh, he's a selfish guy. Um, I think that's an interesting character thing that we can focus on is mm -hmm. like, you'd think he's not because he's a nurse. Yeah. Um, but maybe the th whole thing is like his fatal flaw, which is also, I believe, oh, that's some Joseph Campbell shit, right? Right. Uh, is 
he wants to help people. He got into nursing to help people, but he's not getting any respect or accolades or any right, yeah. appreciation for it. And so now he's just bitter. Like the helping, just helping isn't enough because, you know, he wants to at least be like appreciated. Sure. On some level. Sure. So, so maybe that's something that will also sort of, you know, be his journey of learning to be selfless, like so, truly selfless. So in a situation like this, what I would do is, uh, so I have in front of me the basic outline for a hero's journey. I'm going to jump all the way over to, to the very last one, which is change. Right. And write that down, because that's an idea that just came out of what we were talking about. Yes. I don't need to go, oh, I only need to be here. I'm only at number three. No, I can go, I can jump to number eight if I need to, yeah. if it was a breakthrough in the story. Exactly. Uh, oh, what's that? Break. Oh, breaking the story. Mm. That's how they figured that thing out. So he learns, what'd you say? To be truly self selfless. To be truly selfless. Ooh, what Maybe, if? Maybe, what if, because you keep saying spleen, what if he... <laughs> He spleen play. What if he gives his spleen to this this person he meets on the road? That could be. I'm only half kidding. Uh, no, I know what you mean because what what I, what I'm seeing there is an opportunity. Like he's a guy who wants to get to a pie eating contest, right? And this is like a nice lady. Maybe she's hot and doesn't know it. <laughs> Funny. That's a joke. Folks. That's a joke, folks. It's a cliche. Yeah. Uh, so no, but maybe there is some romance, whatever. But the point is, maybe she's. A waitress doesn't have a lot of money. Needs a new spleen. <laughs> he and gives like, her the spleen. He gives her the spleen. That's and one he, option. He goes to the, you know, and then he realizes, you know what? What is his stupid obsession with the pie eating contest? Yeah. What am I doing with? It's a wake up call. You know. What, what if the twist is his spleen is so fucked from eating pies all the time that he can't give it to her? Dun dun dun. Oh, shit. We all know the plethora of medical research connecting spleen damage to pie eating. Yeah, I mean, all that sugar can't be good for your spleen. I don't even know what spleen does. I don't know does. what spleen does. <laughs> spleen. That's part of your research pr process. <laughs> it, it man spleens. <laughs> That's one way you can go about it. Uh, right. But I think, but I like that, that the change for him was wanting fame and stardom in the pie eating world and actually instead... Um, you know, doing something truly selfless. Right. Selfless. I think that uh, truly selfless is like the the buzz phrase there that I really really like. Right. Um, because his that's nursing how he is, evolves. His nursing is selfless, but it's also a job. This is something that's not going to he, get him any. It's of the like things he it's like a lot of cops. They get into it for very noble reasons, and the, they just get beat down. The, the compassion gets beaten out of them because of it's it's such a tough, thankless job. Yeah. Um, and I imagine nursing is very similar. Yeah. Healthcare in a stressful environment like that. So, uh, so backing up to the person now. Right. She needs something from him. Right. So, so it's kind of a trade. Well, it's it not can, a trade. It's not. A, it may not be a, a literal spleen, but it's a metaphorical. Metaphorical spleen. spleen. spleen so this plague. So this <laughs> this person offers him a ride. Now, this person... I say it's a, a sassy waitress. Sassy waitress. With big dreams. <laughs> and now she can't fulfill those dreams because she needs a spleen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you you got to throw stuff on the wall and see what yeah, sticks. Yeah, really. That's Don't, the point. Th and this, if, if you get nothing else out of this, if you're collaborating 
or even just bouncing ideas off someone, don't be afraid to just be like, what if? Yeah, you're going to do the, what if a lot. What if, and then throw the stupidest thing out there. That should be the name of these episodes where we break the story. What if? They should just be called like what it. if. I like it. Because See? you say what if all the time in the writer's room. What if? See, and then even if you were, you're just like me, and you're trying to be a wise ass, you're trying to be funny, and throw like the spleen out there, you we just got something out of that, which is he... He, this woman needs something from him. Maybe it's not a spleen, literally, but yeah. it's something, something that requires him gonna, to be truly selfless. He's going to have to make that, uh, come to that breakthrough himself of like, oh, I should help this person. This is a good person that I can really help. And, you know, what is my, why am I so bitter and why am I so obsessed with, like, the, the glory of this stupid pie-eating contest? Right. right. And that's, so, there you go. Yeah, see? So there you go. So this person offers a ride. She needs something, but we don't know what. Could be a spleen. She needs something. Could be some sweet loving. So what it looks like we're pitching here is a road trip. A bit. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of turning into that. It's turning well, into a road trip movie. Um, he's got to get to the damn pie-eating contest. Now, now that... Okay, so now we've established that we I have... I mean, we could hurry it up and put him on a plane, but... <laughs> What's That's not as dramatic. Yeah, it's not that not fun. Or cinematic. And it doesn't line up with the character that we've kind of built up, which is a guy who's kind of living uh, maybe paycheck to paycheck. Times are tough. Right. Uh, he's in San Antonio. I doubt they're paying that well. Um, he's spending a lot of his money on pies. There's a lot of debt from all the pie schools. <laughs> Either way. Pie school. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's a pie school graduate. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got the jokes. But so now... His car's broken down. He's met this woman. She offers to take him to Akron for the finals of this pie-eating contest. Akron, will you cut us a deal for this? <laughs> we shoot in Akron? What sort of tax uh, tax incentives Credit, can we get yeah. for shooting over in uh, Akron? Um, okay, so something something has to now happen to the two of them. Now we So we have what's happened to him, which right. is his car's broken down and he's met this person. Now they're on wait, their way wait, to Akron. Wait, Okay, I'm go having, ahead. I'm having... Do it. Flash of inspiration. Do it. Okay. What if... That's how it starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, something happens where, like, they meet... Like, he's waiting on his car part, right? He goes to this diner that she... Maybe she's the manager. Maybe she owns it. Maybe her grandma owns it. And something happens to the diner. Like where it gets closed down and she's like listen man I'll take you like you know you you need my help I can't do anything here my diner's closed down because of a health violation or whatever some, there was some environmental spill whatever and so she drives him there and then when he wins he gives the money to her for the to reopen the diner uh-huh. Now we're talking about his selfless act. Mm-hmm. So he gives her prize money. My handwriting is shit. The pie-eating contest movie doesn't seem that stupid anymore, See, all it? of a sudden, guys, we're talking about a movie that you would have laughed the premise out of the room. We're doing real work here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm sweating. <laughs> like, it's actual work. Okay, so... So I like that. So I put that back over in the uh, maybe in the pay or the return. It can go. I think it can go either one. I'll do a little arrow. 
saying it can it can interchange between pay and what is that. pay short for oh they pay the price paying the to, price yeah right okay. so okay so on the way over but there's hijinks will ensue as or a, as a plot wait wait better <laughs> sorry this is how this look sometimes you gotta do this work sometimes you gotta do it because you, you you hit something with pay okay he has to pay to so what's the pay oh here's here's my money that I could use for rent but meh Right. I think it's got to be, he's got to pay more, which is... There's got to be a big pay. It's got to be a real sacrifice. So, what if he gets there with her, Mm -hmm. and by the time they get there, they're they're connected, right? Yes. They understand each other. That's it. Uh, He gets there, and everyone's excited. He, instead of winning the pie contest and giving her the money... Okay. He takes the money he has for the entrance fee uh-huh. and gives it to her. Right. Which would and now he, he cannot win the pie contest. There's no way. He's not entering the pie eating contest now. Right. Yeah, he's going to give her those $20. <laughs> it's really going to make a difference. Don't. How dare you, sir? <laughs> this pie eating contest right, finals look, requires a hundred dollar deposit. Sometimes you have to work with assholes. <laughs> that's, how, that's just the reality of it. I'm just saying, let's not hedge our bets on. on no, no, on no. But okay, I know what listen, you're getting at. I know right, what you're getting. You're getting at. A, he has to give something he up has, that he, means something to him. So maybe it's not the, the whatever. Right. The point is, if he somehow sacrifices his dream. Well, right. So the, the goal. If we lean into that dream her. for a second. The dream in his mind is this fame in this weird microcosm of a of a of a world, right? right. So he's about to a big shiny trophy. So yeah, so there's something that he's about to get from all of this, from this whole journey. He's finally going to get the thing he wanted, right? Which is that fame in his mind, and he's going to give it up for her, right? The best he will be the best in the world. So in a in a rote situation. Maybe the 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 woman. Uh, uh, maybe there's another woman that is like a, the pie eating contest official or something. is is very interested in him. wants to do a ride. up, wants to take him to dinner tonight. Wine him, dine him, pie him. <laughs> She's uh she works for Sarah Lee. Yeah, yeah. I mean the big. She's gonna give him big commercial money. Big commercial money. The whole bit. His dreams are gonna come true. That's great. Okay, so he's won. So that gives the audience a little something. That gives them that juice. Oh, my God. Through all the thick and thin, he made it to the pie eating contest, and he fucking won. Awesome. Right. And, oh, even better, Sarah Lee wants to make him the face of their pies. Holy shit. This is really coming true. This ridiculous idea in his head is actually starting to happen. Yeah. But he gives it up. Why? For love. There it is. Folks, it's it's rote, but you it works. You know why it's rote? Because it, it works. It fucking works. Because you're sitting there going, God damn it, and your tears are streaming down your face. Yep. And you're like, they got me. Gives up fame for love. Folks. But why? I mean, not not why in the sense of... Well, because... Why, like, why would he have to give up? The, the practical sense of, like, what is he going to go... Like, not go to the meeting so he can help her rebuild the diner that caught on fire or whatever? I think that's, whatever, you know, yeah, he, he like, he won a thousand bucks for winning the fi- the world finals of pie eating. Right. And it's... it's cost him cost him 700 to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and it's and it's all the money he's going to need, and, he, and 
but he's going to give it to her for whatever it is that she needs. Right. So what? How does that help? How does that prevent him from winning the contest and getting his early endorsement? I don't think it prevents that. it. That's what I'm saying. I think he wins the contest. Okay. And I think he's offered the stardom. That's what I mean when you give it to the audience. Like, oh, we win all this way. Yeah. That that goal seemed ridiculous, and holy shit, he made the goal. And it's about to really blow up in a big way. Like, he's going to be a Sara Lee sponsor? Oh, my God. Like, what? This ridiculous premise is actually working out? And then he goes, no, no, no. I'm turning away this life for this person. So he's actually, he's about to achieve his goal and walks away from it for true love. Okay, and why does he? Because have maybe to, the Sara Lee woman goes. We're gonna have to move you to New yeah. York. And, San Antonio, forget it. You're going to New York City, baby. The big time. Yeah. You know, and again, ridiculous. But holy shit, it's all happening. And she's uh, and and the the spunky waitress is kind of like, oh, I'm so happy for you. Oh, that's amazing. That's I'm really happy for you. That was, you really did it. I mean, a lot, then, lot of people. And then she walks off into the sunset. Back in her Toyota Prius. Yep. And then... It zips away. Next thing, next thing you know, she's sitting there sludging through the, the flood. Now it's a flood. Now there's a flood. Uh, in her diner. Kind of got to pay the mold, guy to pick up, clean up the mold. And she's like, ah, starting from scratch. And who shows up at the door? Ding-a-ling-a-ling. You know when you, you got the little bell on the door? Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Hello, Mr. Nurse. I came back for you, baby. <laughs> there it is. That's the return, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The return is so she's back. Well, the return is back to uh, Ad- comfort. Yeah, normal. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That is the. That's kind of like the back to their ordinary world. Right. Where everything was. So, but having changed. But having but changed. But we're 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 kind of keeping him. We're not. He's not going back to his normal. No, we're world st- because we're, of the change. We're still in here, right? So right. so he wins contest. When I say here, like he's gotten what he wants, right? So he had, he had to adapt, which we haven't gotten to yet. Right. But he did get what he wants, which is he won the contest, wins sponsorship deal. Sarah Lee, what do you say, man? Yeah, let's talk about it. We can make a movie. Product placement. So then he gives he gives up fame for love. Ah, okay. So what if they return? They return yeah. together. He gives it up in front of her. She gets to see it. She All gets right. to see him give the selfless act. We return. They're back. And, and she's got the restaurant back open. Right. And who's there? Making the pies. Our guy. He's no longer a nurse. He doesn't even have a name. He doesn't have a name. But what they do have out front is home of the World Pie Eating Contest champion, Denny Schlitz. (laughs) (laughs) Which, by the way, I'm writing down. Leonard. Leonard Denny. Denny Leonard. I'll do this. Lenny, or I'll do Denny with with the, the... Parentheses L for Lenny Schlitz <laughs> because it's a fantastic name and I'm keeping it. So they're back. He makes the pies and he's happy. Yeah. The and end. if anybody happens to break their foot, he can help them out because he's got that. <laughs> you could have that scene right in here at the end. 
He's making pies, and then somebody fucking passes out, and he goes and gives them mouth-to-mouth and saves their life. Yeah. That's it. And you know what? Now that he's not in big, fancy San Antonio anymore, people are appreciative of his nursing skills. They clap. They cry. Yeah. They love him. He gets everything he wants right there with while still being a good guy deep down. Yeah. Being selfless. Love it. What did we do that in 30 minutes? Roughly. We, we, we didn't get to the adapt, so the only thing we didn't get to was the was what's the big thing that gets in the way of the two of them on their way from Podunk, wherever, to Akron. Right, okay. That's the only thing we're missing. Let's do it. All right, what's what's the big thing? Because uh, so obviously they're going to get to know each other during this time. That's that's part of adapting, is getting to know each other. Well, maybe we also show that he is not even so. You know, he for all his bitching about people don't appreciate what he does yeah. for helping people. This woman is driving him, and all he can think is like, I, I hope I'm going to get there in time. I don't know, like. Uh, is Kobayashi gonna be there? Yeah. That motherfucker. <laughs> uh, you know, and and she's like kind of going on about oh, the diner. My grandfather bought it and built it with his own two hands. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, you got any pie? <laughs> yeah. We should stop and get some pies. Yeah. Let's go to the supermarket and clean them out. And you kind of get to see him. Maybe uh, what there, there should be a moment. There should be something that gives him pause to be like, oh, I'm being a self-centered dick. Yeah, there should be something in there. Uh, what is that something? I don't know. I think it could be... There, there's one thing... I know Joss Whedon always talks about have a moment right. that you can kind of like, ooh, that, that's the moment that gets you right in the gut. It's when Marty McFly punches... or I'm sorry, when uh, George McFly punches Biff in Back to the Future. Sure. Everything from that point changes. Right. That's a big moment. Yeah. Or it's just it's just a moment that like really people are gonna be like oh my god that's that's it it's yeah. so heartbreaking or whatever yeah um, and for this I'm thinking maybe uh, she does something like you know he's being a self-centered douchebag talking about himself and his pie eating contests and accolades and maybe like they stop at a get something really simple like he they stop at a gas station and she goes in. And he's like thinking, pie, okay, so pie, pie, and then you put it in your mouth, you can't really chew. Really showing off technique, really hyper-focused. Yeah, yeah, whatever. He's in a flow state. I'm sort of goofing, but he's still in that zone. And then he goes into the gas station, and he's like, oh, how much do I owe you? And she's like, oh, no, she paid. Right. She, She paid for the gas. And you're like, he's like, oh, wow. What a... What a sweetheart. Yeah. Like, she's going out of her way to drive me. She should be working on her, fixing up her diner. Yeah. And here she is d- not even accepting gas money. That's right. This is a this is a, a good person. This is a good person. And I'm not. Yeah. Like, obviously, he's not going to sit there and say that to the camera. It's not that kind of movie. No. But that's what he realizes. That's his, his aha moment of, you know, and he just, you could tell he's just really, like, Moved by that. So he's moved by her... Generosity. By her generosity. Which is, which is something he doesn't have. Right. It's some, it, like he sees something there. That he wants... It's, it, he's the guy who's like, you know I donate to charity. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why isn't anyone patting me on the back? You know, I, I do give uh, regularly to, uh, you know, many different charities, and you're like, okay. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Nice, nice move, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then, should there be some big thing that, that, that turns them? So, that, that's one great moment in there. And then right after that should be a big test of some sort. Something that really puts puts their relationship, like... She start, she's driving, and all of a sudden she's like, Ow, my spleen! <laughs> and he's like, hold on. No, that's... But and he grabs some, uh, some cutlery from Taco Bell out of the glove box, and he switches sl- spleens. But it's but all joking aside, yes. an, an emergency, a medical emergency, right. would... You know, even in the, he's a nurse, he knows better. Like, oh my God, that sounds like your appendix is going to burst. We need to go to an emergency room now. Right. Which is what he does not want to do. Right. Because he can be late for this fighting contest. They're driving all night. Emergency rooms, he, we could be there. Yes. You could be getting into surgery. Da, See, da, da, this da. is why you collaborate. It helps a lot when you have somebody else in the room. So a medical emergency. And now he's not necessarily giving up everything, but he's risking it. He's risking everything. He doesn't know if like, oh, it's fine. Give her, you'll you'll get some antibiotics and we'll send you on your way. No. Or she could have surgery and he could be stuck there and miss the contest. Yeah. He doesn't know. And that's the he thing. He knows if it's bad, you have to get it taken care of. You'll yeah. Die. Like so. That's and the. That could be a moment where like, okay, so they're not that close because they've just only met. Right. And maybe she can be like, go to the. Go to the contest. Yeah, or she's being she wheeled is. away, and the doctor's explaining, like, uh, I don't know, you know, we, she could be in and out of here in a couple hours, or she could be here for weeks, recovering. Right. There could be infections, da-da-da-da. So he's stacking all the chips on the right. table, and he's going, are you, you going to take the gamble or not? Right, and she's telling him, go to your contest, like... You know, take a cab, take a yeah. Uber, what, you need some money, like, whatever. And then from I'll that point... I'll be fine. Yeah, you could divert with her and go through the harrowing motions of being in an emergency room and all that mm-hmm. so you're with her for a little while perspective wise and then when she's recovering she wonders if she's going to see him the curtain flies open it's another nurse that looks maybe comically sort of like him but it's not him yeah and then behind that guy is him denny. hello <laughs> hey, denny schlitz here <laughs> world famous pot eating contest winner so there you go there you go there you go we have actually filled in every quadrant with yeah. something, and I and looking at it from my producer director eyeball, I go, oh, we have a short film here. Right. We just broke a short film now with a ridiculous thing, like, premise. Yeah, a stupid ass premise. Really dumb. Which is not stupid anymore. No, now we made it good. Um, if if I do say so myself. Now here's the thing: if you wanted, this is this is what we did in like roughly a half hour. So, if you were actually gonna, if we were gonna write this script, we'd flesh it out. We'd, we'd, oh yes! We'd, we, right now, we'd go get some food, or do something, and, and take some take a break, take some medical some marijuana, medic, whatever, <laughs> whatever, maybe, probably, and then uh, we'd let it sink in and kind of be like, hmm, what if you know, maybe when we were talking about the road trip scene, maybe this happens, and you, you know, you, ideas just come to you and you flesh it out more yeah. and more. Uh, but once you have that skeleton of here's where it starts, here's what the characters are. You know what their uh, obstacles are, right. what their ambitions are, their goals, and you have you know the beginning, the middle, and the end. Everything else is just fleshing it out and making it interesting, and you know keeping it 
keeping the audience guessing, throwing in a few surprises there. And uh, that's it. Yeah, but we literally just did the hardest part of the work, which is how does this thing unfold? Well, the hardest part of the work is, I think, making making what's a usable story into a good story. <laughs> a usable story is, is, is the operative phrase there. Right. Because that seemed like an unusable story. Right. When we've read that, I was like, well, I don't know how we're going to do that. And, right. And, and half an hour later, we have, a, we have what, in my eyes, is a decent short film. Sure. Or even a, a, a Duplass Brothers uh, indie comedy. <laughs> a Duplass Brothers 80-minute indie comedy. Yeah. I think is sitting right there on that board. Yeah. <laughs> this is a problem, folks, because we may want to have to actually use it. So you can't use it now. We're going to have to register that with the WGA. <laughs> the whole, we got a, we got a killer pie-eating contest movie for you. Now, you know, like, as funny as that is... There have been pitches wild enough that got them the gig because of the pitch. So, for instance, um, uh, Swiss Army Man, yeah. who, if you aren't familiar with it, uh, it's um, Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano. Uh, and, and Daniel Radcliffe plays a corpse in yes. the movie. And it's like a friendship story about a corpse and a guy stranded on an island together. The guys who pitched it to Daniel Radcliffe said this. Right. The first fart will make you laugh. The last fart will make you cry. And he said that's what signed him up for that movie. Well, there you go. <laughs> so don't think that your idea is too wacky. Just know how to get through it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're not, if you don't have the, the, uh, an amazing idea, a wacky one is probably better than a rote one. That's true. You're better off, you're better off throwing something where people go, huh. Uh, that could be interesting or terrible. Yes, but I, I'm kind of curious. What was the Seinfeld? What was the Seinfeld movie that was like a, the typical romance comedy? Oh, M the Muted Heart, or some <laughs> shit like that. Like you don't want to make the Muted Heart. Everybody's or Chunnel. <laughs> you want to make Chunnel? Like, yeah. It, are you gonna go see the Muted Heart? Or are you gonna go see Chunnel? You're gonna see Chunnel. Yeah. So, with that said, we just broke a story. We'd love to hear your feedback on this, so hit hit me on Twitter or Instagram at Director Patrick. Or at Spilled Bag of Ice on the Twitter. And the Instagram, right? And the Instagram. Okay, yeah, you can hit us in both those places. Screen Playground. What if com. episode one? With preamble. Introducing ourselves. This is where the outro music goes.